you're not going to have 20,000 people in the Nashville arena intimidating the referees into giving Kentucky the calls. Mississippi State outplayed Kentucky the first time. Chad is trying to get out of this bet, so uh, he's not wanting to do what he said he would do. He's not wanting to pay it. He's not even ordered Kentucky clothes. Biogen is establishing a research triangle park as part of the gene therapy production campus. These guides are really awesome and include national resources and state-by-state -state resources for small businesses. If you really want to start your downswing right, that's where you get your distance, that's where you get your accuracy. Next Move Group, the voice of economic development. Here is Chad Chancellor. Hello, this is Chad Chancellor, co-founder of Next Move Group. Welcome to this week's YouTube newscast, The Voice of Economic Development. It was another good week for Next Move Group. I'm going to get to my maroon note. It was a good week for us. We signed two new executive searches this week, one down in Florida and one over in Alabama. But I'll get to all that in just a minute. As luck would have it, Mississippi State's playing Kentucky Thursday morning in the SEC tournament first round. That's who we drew out of all the teams we could have played. We're playing Kentucky Thursday morning. Alex and I are going to be there. Thanks to Bacon Farmer Workman for inviting us up. We're going to be one of, I guess, about 3,000 fans in that arena. So the first game right out of the bat Thursday morning is going to be Kentucky and Mississippi State. And he and I made a bet back in football season when, when Mississippi State was looking good after we beat LSU that whoever lost were the other one's colors to the tournament. So I'm a man of my word. I wear blue to that SEC tournament as I watch Mississippi State beat Kentucky, and we will. Kentucky's not very good. But there's nothing says I can't wear maroon right up to the tournament and every night in Nashville and everywhere else. So that's why I got my maroon on today. It will stay on. And Mississippi State's going to beat Kentucky Thursday. Kentucky's not a good team. They're ready to quit. I think they just as soon go home. Mississippi State's going to win that game. You're not going to have 20,000 people in the Nashville arena intimidating the referees into giving Kentucky the cause. Mississippi State outplayed Kentucky the first time we played them. They beat us in double overtime. We blew a late lead. They outplayed us. But speaking of the SEC tournament, can you all believe it's been a year since our last normal week? That's right. It was a year ago this week, SEC Tournament Week, that our world ended. We were at the tournament that Wednesday night and Thursday when the whole world came down. None of us knew this would be our last few regular days as the world would know it. But here we are a year later. One year. I cannot believe it. One year later, here we sit. And this week, an article really interested me. And so we're going to show it to you on this screen right here. As y'all know, I have been hollering, reshoring before this coronavirus ever hit us, and I've certainly been screaming it from the rooftops ever since it hit us. But look at this article, Walmart this week in supplychaindive.com. Walmart saying they're going to spend $350 billion on local sourcing, local being U.S. sourcing. According to them, they're going to spend $350 billion over the next decade on supplies produced, grown, or assembled in the U.S., John Ferner, president and CEO of Walmart U.S. said. Goes on to say, Walmart also plans to work with manufacturers, academics, governments, and development groups through a program called American Lighthouses. The groups will pinpoint barriers to U.S. production with the goal of returning manufacturing to U.S. shores long term. 85% of Walmart's customers signal to them that it's important that Walmart carry products made or similar in the United States. 85%. So all I can say to that is thank goodness. Thank goodness the American citizens are demanding that we make products in the United States. It's taken us a year to get out of this mess, and we're still not out of it. One has to wonder if we would have been in better shape 
had we had the capability on our shores to produce the goods that we needed. As Americans, we can't ever let ourselves get in this mess again. I don't care if you're Republican, Democrat, Independent, I don't care what you are. We have got to reshore enough manufacturing here, both in pharmaceuticals and in basic supplies that we can take care of ourselves if anything like this ever comes along again. So I'm proud of Walmart for taking this initiative. Most of the time, what we all buy at Walmart goes straight to China. That's been the unfortunate thing of this. Main Street's been shut out. Mom and pop stores, restaurants have all been shut down. Yeah, Walmart's been open. Most of the time, what we buy from Walmart comes from China. You look here in my house. I got this television from Walmart. I think it's a Samsung. It came straight from China. This speaker bar came straight from China. This Roku came straight from China. Every time you go, a lot of that money ends up back in China. So thank goodness Walmart is going to purposely source goods here. And listen, 85% of their customers told them they want American-made products. That's how we're going to get ourselves out of this mess. If American citizens demand, we have the option to buy American products when we go to the Walmart and other big box retailers. We had another good week in our movement this week. A city joined for the whole city, mayor and city council members and so forth. Also a utility join for all of the economic developers within their territory. And we had some individual sales. So we're very tickled with that. This week in the movement, we're going to talk about how background checks, personality profiles, how that plays in the executive search process. That's what we're going to talk about. In a couple of weeks, we're going to talk about how to host a site visit. What can you do to stand out? Should you go to the hotel room and check how clean it is before the prospect gets there? I was trained you should. We're going to get into a whole lot of that in our movement in the coming weeks. And also, we're going to start spotlighting one of our products a month. So in March, we're spotlighting our labor studies. How many times have you heard existing employers say we can't find people willing to work? Well, I believe workforce is a supply and demand issue. I think maybe employers have to pay a little more. I honestly believe it's supply and demand. So if you look on your screen, you can see we actually have a workforce study where we can show you all the strengths of your labor shed and show employers what they're going to have to pay to get those strengths. So they can never again say it's not here. It is if folks are willing to pay. We have done labor studies in communities where one side of the road a manufacturer would say, this is the best labor force I ever had. We go across the street, they'd say it's the worst all over what they pay. So you need to arm yourself with what it is that manufacturers and other companies are going to have to pay to get the skills that they want. you got to be able to match up. Here's the skill you want. This is what you're going to have to pay. And so for all the month of March, we're going to be sending you emails, showing you how we do this and giving special pricing for our labor studies. And as I wound down my segment tonight, this week's golf tip comes from David Ledbetter, one of the great instructors of all time. David Ledbetter says that if you really want to start your downswing right, that's where you get your distance. That's where you get your accuracy. When you start your downswing, what most amateurs do is they get to the top of their backswing and all their legs and their whole body goes out in front of it at one time, makes them come over the top and slice the ball. So what David Ledbetter says for you to do is put a basketball between your knees. Get you a beach ball or a basketball. Beach ball's probably better. Beach ball or a basketball of some kind and put between your knees. And when you get to the top of your backswing, make your left leg pull away from your right leg so that you drop the ball out from between your knees. See, if they both fire at the same time, you're not going to drop the ball. The ball's going to stay just exactly where it is. 
But if you get to the top of your backswing and you take your left leg and drive to the target and keep your right leg where it is, what happens? That puts you inside the ball, lets you come in and hit a swoop and draw. So get you a golf ball or a beach ball put between your legs, get to the top of your backswing, and make sure that ball drops on your way down and you're going to hit the ball with a beautiful draw. If you slice, this is really going to help. You're probably going to gain some distance. This is going to teach you how to really use your legs as the foundation for great drives. Due to various demands on time and resources, economic development and trade and export agencies often struggle to complete effective market research and business outreach campaigns. For the past 10 plus years, Research FDI, along with our affiliated consulting groups at Research B2B and FDI 365, have leveraged our in-house knowledge, resources, and expertise in market research and consulting to help over 250 organizations directly facilitate inward investment attraction and new trade and export opportunities for their regions across a wide variety of industry sectors. Our highly personalized services and best cost to quality ratio in the industry ensures our client satisfaction, leading to repeat customers year after year. What are you waiting for? Leave the market research and business outreach to the expert team at Research FDI. To learn more about our services, contact us today. Happy Monday, everybody, and welcome to the Your Next Move segment of this week's newscast. So a couple things I want to get to before I get into the economic development opportunities going on around the nation. We do have a handful and some great, great areas, so please stay tuned. But Next Move Group has a couple of executive searches that are going to be coming on the market in the upcoming weeks. I just want to make you aware of them. You'll pro For those of you on our newsletter list, you should see an email next week about Jasper, Alabama. That's a new search we're going to launch next week. So if you have any interest, please look in your email inbox study that job description if you have interest or if you know of anybody that will just send them our way it's going to be a great opportunity there we also are about to launch a new opportunity in florida very big opportunity in florida so hopefully we can talk more about that in a couple of weeks on the next newscast Another thing I want to touch on real quick is the Southeastern Conference Basketball Tournament starts this week in Nashville. So starts Wednesday. Uh, for those of you all who follow our news or follow our company regularly, Chad Chancellor is a Mississippi State fan. And during football season, we made a friendly bet. And um, let's just say Kentucky won the game 28 to 2. Mississippi State didn't even score a touchdown. Let's, uh, let's show you exactly what Chad said about that right here. You betting me that Kentucky football will beat Mississippi State? Well, I'll take that bet every day of the week. Every day, time 10, I'll take that bet. Look, we're better at quarterback. We're better on the defense. The whole defense is better than yours. And our kicker is better than yours. Now, everybody knows if you're better at quarterback, defense, and kicker, you're going to win the game. If y'all happen to luck around and beat us, which you can't, you don't even have a kicker, I will wear the Kentucky blue to the whole SEC tournament. So I just wanted to remind you all, because as expected, Chad is trying to get out of this bet. So uh, he's not wanting to do what he said he would do. He's not wanting to pay it. He's not even ordered Kentucky clothes. And, and we're going to be at the SEC tournament for five days. So I'll keep you all posted on, 
on what Chad decides to do. But for those of you all that are going to be in Nashville next week for the SEC tournament, any of our friends, please reach out to Chad or myself. We'd love to meet up and uh, hopefully we'll see you in Nashville and the weather's supposed to be great. Hopefully we have a good basketball tournament. So on to the economic development opportunities on the market. First, we're gonna start in Denver, Colorado. So the Senior Vice President of Economic Development for the Downtown Denver Partnership. Now this is a huge position. Corn Ferry is conducting this search and they want at least 10 years experience, very developed position, great organization. This, uh, the Senior Vice President is basically gonna be the liaison and the voice for the private sector and all of downtown Denver. So if you'd like to apply or get some more information, you can go to the email address below. And in Florida, Sarasota County is hunting a president and CEO. Most of you all are probably familiar with Sarasota, um, but for those that aren't, it's about an hour south of Tampa, probably 40 minutes south of, of St. Pete, definitely on the western coastline of Florida. So just a beautiful area. Our friends at Jorgensen are conducting this search. So if you'd like to read the job description or have some more information, reach out to Sarasota at jci-inc.net. In Illinois, the president of Great River Economic Development Foundation. So this is the Great River Economic Development Foundation. This is Quincy, Illinois. They're hunting a new president. Quincy is a wonderful town. It's about uh, probably two hours west of Springfield, right on the Missouri border there on the Mississippi River, just a beautiful little town. Uh, Marcel Wagner, they're doing this search themselves. Reach out to him directly at the contact information below. He can tell you more about the position, what they're looking for, and uh, you can see whether or not you'd like to apply. And in Georgia, Conyers Roxdale Economic Development Council. So this is Conyers, Georgia. They're looking for a president and CEO. Chase and Group is doing this search and this is in the Metro Atlanta area. So um, Conyers is on I-20, uh, just a little bit, probably east of the Metro area. One of the fastest growing areas in Atlanta, wonderful position. Reach out to Tim Chasen for more information. And last, we're gonna head to my old Kentucky home for the Logan Economic Development Alliance. So this is Russellville, Kentucky. They're looking for a president CEO. So this is the Western Kentucky where I'm from, uh, pretty much on Highway 68, directly in between Bowling Green and Hopkinsville, uh, pretty close to Nashville. So just a beautiful area of the country. If you would like some more information, they're conducting this search at their own, reach out to Tammy at logansleads.com. Everybody, we thank you for tuning in to our newscast. As always, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Everybody have fun out there and go Cats in the SEC tournament. Hello, this is Brittany McCoy, and in this week's Rounding the Bases segment, I will be detailing new industrial announcements from across America. To start us off this week in North Carolina, Biogen is establishing a research triangle park as part of the Gene Therapy Production Campus. $200 million will be invested to build a 175,000 square foot facility and 90 jobs will be added to the current 1,900 jobs. In North Charleston, South Carolina, T-Mobile US is expanding their customer experience center. $10.2 million will be invested and 540 jobs will be created in the county. Over in Boise, Idaho, the ASIC company, who's an industry-leading manufacturer of low-maintenance, sustainable, residential, and commercial production company, is opening a facility in Boise. 80 jobs will be created in the first year with about 100 being created in the next two to three. In Oak Creek, Wisconsin, Stella & Chewy's, which is a premium natural pet food company, is expanding. $67.7 million will be invested as well as 245 jobs created in the next two to three years. 
In Austin, Minnesota, Newtech Biosciences, an innovative manufacturer of industrial pharmaceutical ingredients, is building a new manufacturing facility there. Over in Campbellsville, Kentucky, Wholesale Hardwood Interiors is investing $7.1 million and also creating 100 jobs as its first facility was destroyed by a fire. Down in Mobile, Alabama, Ren Seafood is planning to open a processing facility as well as a distribution hub. This expansion in Mobile will create 54 jobs. In Albuquerque, New Mexico, Lanx Industries is relocating there from Washington State. That'll round out the basis for us this week. Feel free to reach out to us if you have any new announcements that you would like for us to feature. See you next time. Hey everyone, it's Gabby Molise and welcome to this week's Lemmy Lab segment. This week's segment, I'm going to go over some COVID-19 small business relief grants. The first state I'm going to talk about today is Pennsylvania. Help is on the way for Pennsylvania struggling bars, hotels, and restaurants as $145 million in state grants became available this month. The aid is targeted at businesses with fewer than 300 employees that have lost at least 25% of their sales as a result of the pandemic. Priority will go to those that have not received relief from other state and federal programs, had to temporarily close as a result of business shutdown orders, or lost more than half of their revenue in 2020. The details of how and when to apply vary from county to county, so business owners can find out which organization will be handling applications in their county at dced.pa.gov cedo. The organization will also hold a training session March 11th at 9 a.m., which will walk business owners through the application process step-by-step. Step. You can learn more about that and see if your business is eligible at decd.pa.gov slash program slash COVID-19 relief statewide small business assistance. The next statewide grant I'm going to talk about today is for California. After administering $500 million in California small business COVID-19 grants, Lendistry, the leading fintech community development financial institution, has been selected to administer an additional $2.075 billion in grants to small businesses, nonprofits, and cultural institutions that were impacted by the pandemic across California. Lendistry will provide grants ranging from $5,000 to $25,000 for qualified small businesses and nonprofits, with $50 million allocated specifically for California nonprofit cultural institutions. You can learn more about that at Lendistry.com. So the next on the agenda today is a full state-by-state -state guide that is provided by LISC. LISC has a general guide for small businesses, but also a resource guide for rural small businesses. These guides contain select resources organized by states that are accepting or soon will accept applications from businesses who need support. These guides are really awesome and include national resources and state-by-state -state resources for small businesses. And you can find those resource guides at LISC.org slash COVID-19 slash small business assistance slash resources. And if you scroll down to local funding opportunities, you can see the two guides there. Well, that's all for this week. And until next time. <music>